Hey yo, say hello to the back. Scott Hall. Hey, this is Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle from TNA. Oh, it's real. It's damn real. Hi, this is Booker T, the five-time WCW champion. And you listen to SNS Radio Network. Yo, monkeys, it's me, PPP, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion. Stay tuned or you will feel bad. Hey, you listen on the SNS Network. And that's the bottom line. The Stone Cold Central. The world is listening. The following is a part of KJCC Real Campus Radio. Listen to us anytime online at live365.com. Keyword KJCC. again here on running the ropes and with me each and every week on the show he is not only the greatest owner and operator of headlocksheadlines.com he is also one of the greatest people of all time ladies and gentlemen no no it's Chris Kelly from HeadlocksAirlines.com. Chris, how the hell are you? How much do I, do I have to pay for the intro? Because, you know, that was a bit over the top. But a little bit? Man, right now, right now, man, I'm just enjoying the... Uh, I was just watching Mickey James versus Trish Stratus from WrestleMania a few years ago. Great match. Can, can, Great can match. I, can I say something real quick? Um, and I... I don't want to oust anyone. I really, I'm really not going to oust anyone. So, I, I, I just wanted to say, um, you know, I, we've been getting, I, I don't want to call it heat over the, the, the whole Mickey James interview we've had. I just thought it was confusion. You know what I mean? Like, 
I've re like I've been receiving like messages from certain people which I will not mention, but I just I'll say this, okay? One, and I and I, I think it should be said, we are not the ones that are we repeat this. We are not the ones that made that written up the recaps for these in for this interview. This is the first interview we've done where we did not make a recap. Another website did it for us before we had the chance to do it. So that was fun. And I want to thank TNA Asylum for doing that. And it was a really good write-up. However, a lot of people are using that transcript and making it seem bad for Mickey James. I, I, will, I am publicly here announcing that... Mickey James should not should not have any heat at all on our side. We promoted the we promoted her music and it's a great album. I I would like everyone to go to shoptna.com right now and pick it up for about what what was it? 10 bucks? Yes, uh, yeah. About 10, 10 15 bucks at, at the at the most. I I I would I want to see that succeed. I want to see someone succeed in that and doing her own thing like that. I would... I, I don't understand the heat. I don't understand if there is any heat. But... Yeah. You know, it's one of the things where, you know, uh, uh, people will believe that, you, like, we try to, you know, misconstrue anything. Um, and it's strange because the quotes that, that, like, that, that were taken, even in basic form, were not bad. No. And then we and then we listen to them on the on, on the audio, they they're even less like you know harsh towards TNA. Mickey was just making the points right, and it was never my interest. It was never my intention to you know turn it into a shoot interview. It was never my intention to get her to you know to shoot on TNA. I I have friends with TNA wrestling, and I did like uh, you know I have I have respect for Mickey James, and I would not want to go out of my way you know to try and bury her bury her to the company. Um, no. She's a great. She she's a great female wrestler. As I said, it's an, it's an interview. She, in my opinion, is in the top three women wrestlers of of, you know, of the modern era. My but, thing, my my thing is that I'm I'm a little uh, I'm a little confused on why people would think that it was a shoot on TNA when it really wasn't. Even if you look at it, it was the truth, and everything she said. I saw nothing wrong with it as a host. However, if someone would like to cut, would like to email me or get in contact with me to discuss this and where, and I will go through. I will honestly go through the entire interview again. I will, I will make a sound a special RTR special analyzing this for people, if it if it's gonna come to that, because all you gotta do is email me runningtheropes at yahoo.com. It's right there. Again, running the ropes at just as it's spelled, all one word, at yahoo.com. Because uh, I, I honestly think that now uh, it, it's to a point where we don't have, where I have nothing to hide, and if people want to continue to go ahead and do that, I, I I'm right here. Hey, I'm I got a podcast. I I I'd be willing. I have a podcast that's open source. I'll go ahead and open it up for you and tell you 
exactly what what she said. If I have, even if I have to explain it. So. Yeah, like, like I say, I, I think some of these things have been seriously misconstrued, um, and it's really, like this is one thing that I was upset about because, of course, Mickey wasn't that Lamarastri, so I never had the chance to explain it, and it's so hard to try and explain, you know, in one tweet my feelings. And the only person that I have like to contact is her agent. Her agent accused me of, you know, being unprofessional and being bush league. So there's no way that her agent will pass on and know that I write to Mickey. Um, I would love but, you know, to be. I, I would love to take the moniker of world's number one bush league radio show. <laughs> but sweet, <laughs> that would be awesome, actually. But considering... number one bush league. <laughs> I like it. Be- best in the bush leagues. There you go. There's your hashtag. <laughs> Best hashtag best in the bush league, um, yes, stolen, <laughs> coined, um, but I just think I, I, like I said, I'll go ahead and explain it to them if they need to. All you get, all you have to do, is email me runningtheropes at yahoo.com. Leave me your contact info. I'll send you the I'll, I'll send you the uh, the interview. I'll get in contact with you and explain it to you over the phone, over Skype, over Google Hangout, or whatever. I don't care. I'll do it. I'm that open of a of a host because I'm a nice host. Damn it. So, you, you know, like, there's one thing that I, I, I also want to mention, and it's the, not, not nothing to do with you know Mickey James. Um, it actually don't like 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 tonight. You might notice, you know, I'm not my usual. Self. Um, well, yeah. Considering it's uh, what time is it now? Like uh, it's seven twenty-six, seven thirty here. So it's probably about what? Three thirty. Three thirty in the morning. morning. Yeah, but I, I, I do want to, you know, make a special shout out. Um, like as, as you guys know, I'm here in England. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much, you know, into doing media for TNA, and I was lucky enough to go to the first TNA UK fan party. And I met someone called Haley. Uh, really, really lovely girl. And, um, you know, it's one of those things where I woke up this morning uh, to, to find out she actually passed away. And she was only 23 years old. And, you know, like, she, like, she was, you know, insane, insanely known by, you know, by the WWE. She was a WWE superfan. Um, and it's crazy it's to see, right? I, I, I sat back and watching all day. The wrestling fans come together as one. And at one point earlier in the day, hashtag rest in peace Haley was the number one trend in the world. That's awesome, man. And it was it's a big tragedy. I heard I don't I don't I don't know who Haley is. I honestly thought she was like a girl in the States. So like that was how connected I was to it. Um but yeah, just to see the the outpouring of support for Haley's family and all that. I'm. It makes me happy f- to be a wrestling fan to know that there are that wrestlers are good people. Like that. Well, yeah. I mean, um, I believe it was like you know Justin Roberts that started it, and then Layla did it because Layla was friends with uh, with Haley, and then people like Summer Rae, even Jeff Hardy tweeted about it. Beth Hardy tweeted about it. WWE even mentioned it. I mean. Like it's things like this when like you see the whole IWC come together to show that that they can be you know a friendship and respect within the within this, within the fact you know within the fans. And that's and, why you know, that's why you know I don't I don't 
make fun of anyone, any super fans of wrestling, because, I mean, even the guy that does that, it's still real to me, damn it. I have respect for that guy, too, even though it kind of doesn't look like anyone gave him any respect for that, um, making fun of him for it. But, I mean, super fans are, are, are great because they, because like me, and like you, Chris, and like everyone that everyone in the IWC, they keep wrestling alive. They keep the they keep the the wrestling that we know and love. The the reasons why we got into it are still being kept alive by us. And I, I and I think with someone with that much devotion in wrestling should deserve all the outcry of support from the IWC. Well, I mean, like, um, she's been to, I, I believe, the last three WrestleManias. And um, I believe she's already, she had already paid for this year's Mania. Um, you know, like I said, like, she's a friend of mine, like, not, not, not a partner friend, but, you know, a friend nevertheless. Right. Um, and, like, it, 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 it's a bit surreal, man. Like, it's 23 years old. Um, but, like I say, it, it's, it's great to see, you know, Support from everyone towards her family. People that, like, that, like I said, that they didn't even know her were, you know, using the, the hashtag "Rest in Peace Haley," trending right. worldwide. Uh, you, you know, I just wanted to, you know, because uh, on Twitter it's quite hard to, to put, you know, to put into 100, 150 characters your, your feelings about someone. So you know, I, I just wanted to do it, you know, on this medium. Well, uh, and I, that's it. I, and and everyone and of course I'm sure everyone here at the SNS Radio Network, the Unchained Wrestling Network, KJCC, um, and all that, we just have to give our consult condolences. It's a, it's a mess up situation, and it was a very it was a tragedy to say the least. And you know we just hope that the family can cope through this ordeal and. You know, we just lo- we just lost one of the fans, one of the great fans. So there you go. Exactly. Um. Anyway, we have some we have s- some bit of news to go through. Uh. Stay tuned because we're gonna talk about uh WWE Payback as well as Raw and Impact for this week. Um. And all that. So before so before without further ado. And now it's time for the Um, biggest news of the week, I guess, would be that WWE have brought back RBD. That's right. Um, now he, of course, is returning. <laughs> wrestling fans have, or uh, wrestling stoners have their marijuana spokesman back in the spotlight, buddy. Yeah. I, I just, you know, I think it's funny, you know, when TNA signed him, fans were like, oh my god, TNA, I've been in the old guys, blah 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 blah. And now that WWE on him, they're like, yes, WWE is the best company ever. Da, 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 kind of thing. It, it's always like a turncoat kind of thing. And it, it, it's funny because, we, you know, whenever you see some of these newer guys, they're always either going, they're always either getting injured or they're being buried by the other guys. And yet when the same guys go back to WWE, you're, you know, you're right, Chris. They just jump all over it. So whatever. But- I don't know about you, but I mean, I'm already bored of seeing these damn RVD promos. We seen, we saw two on Raw. <laughs> we only, yeah, we saw two in one night. I'm a little burned out on them by now, for lack of a like, better term. <laughs> I find it funny that you know his, his contract is part time, right? So he's gonna be a part timer. 
So he's he's here for the summer. So so TNA signed Rampage Jackson for the summer, and WWE signed RVD. Yeah. Who's who's more money? I say Rampage Jackson. I would say Rampage. I agree. I mean, like I say, I've met RVD, and uh, my funny RVD story um, when I was at BFG uh, uh, 12. Oh, yeah, Murphy 12. Um, some guy had gave me a item to get signed by RVD, uh-huh. and the item was a WWE 8 by 10, where it is, um, and it was him holding the world, uh, sorry, holding the IT title, as well as the money, money in the bank. And he literally asked me, he goes, "Hey, dude, did I actually hold both of those?" I was like, "Yes, you did hold both of those." I'm, I'm, I'm like, "How how is this dude that he didn't know which toys he held and when?" <laughs> hey, leave him alone. <laughs> like, I, I just find it I, I just find it equally ironic that this is the same wrestler that they fired because he got caught because of the whole fact that he got caught in in a car with Sabu with like about what ten pounds of skunk in his back seat. Yeah, I mean it. I'm surprised. I'm honestly surprised they let him back in. But I'm I, I'm not saying that he shouldn't be in. I'm just saying, you know, for for a company that fired him in such a manner like that and stripped him of both the WWE and ECW titles in the same week back in 06, it's a little fishy to me. So I I don't know I don't know how they forgave him, but I'm glad he's back. Well, you know. R.O.D., he better stop smoking or, you know, he's been taking quite a few trips to Mr. Black, the uh, WWE <laughs> drug doctor. Just to make sure, you know, it's for medical reasons. So, well, why do you do this? Uh, I think I I'm know, a frog. Man. I think I'm a frog, man. I need this to do the fog splash. <laughs> okay. okay. Okay, so that sounds, that's legit to me. All right. To me. Um, I, and it's funny because I know that I know that his wife is uh, has cancer and all that, so like she can legally do it. Mm-hmm. But I wonder. I, I I just wonder like how like they came to an agreement for that. Because he he's like my name is Rob Ram Dan. Like give me the weed, man. <laughs> so I don't know. Anyway, let's go ahead and move on. I find it because I'm I'm actually going to be meeting Mr. RVD in about two days. I need you to I need you to pass a word on for me that he's no, on not my Mr. media bucket list, um, along with some pretty big names, at least in my time. So, yeah, I would love to interview him. Yeah, but there's one from there. He's just gone back to WWE. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, but it means that I can. That doesn't mean that I can't interview him. That's true. That's that's very true. But see, that's you. And no one, but, no no one cares about Crelly interviews. <laughs> I mean, hell, you'll probably get him in trouble and get him fired again. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so it's, it's bad enough. It's bad enough that you have heat with Mickey James all of a sudden. So, Bob, can you please give me the name and address of your dealer? I mean, um, how does it feel to go back to so the, 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 
So it made you want to come back here and not say at TNA. Oh, was that a bad subject? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that, that, that went off. I'm gonna... No, not at all. No. It's like two seconds and all of a sudden the, the agent's going to end it real quick. No, it's, uh, it's fine. I'll be thrown in, in jail because I'm, I'm going to be meeting um, Maria Knez and also uh, Evely Velez. So if I, end, if I end up in, in jail, you know why. That's right, because you're going to be at FWE on the on Friday. Yes. Yeah, the day after my birthday, and actually my nephew's birthday, so that works out. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do in New York. I'm going to find something to do. Ah, oh, find a bar. If Dude, not, be you're in New York. I just hope you don't end up on Law and Order, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm scared of that. I, I'm scared for you right now. That's fine because I'm going. Into I'd be the I'd be even more scared if you were on SVU. <laughs> no man, I'm I'm going into I'm I'm going into Queens, New York. So there's a high chance I'm going, I'm going to get stabbed. <laughs> All because of mistaken identity for someone that owes another guy drug money, right? <laughs> it's fine. I'll, I'll like my name's Maverick. Don't worry. Leave me alone. <laughs> no, my name's Maverick. I'm not Chris Kelly. I swear. <laughs> My name is Brian Maverick Burnham, I swear. I swear. Um, where, 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 where we were. Um, Raw, wrestling. Um, Any, yeah, thank- that's, that's, we're back in the news. Let's go ahead and cover, cover the rest of the news. Um, now, Arsenal and Raw, Daniel Bryan and Randy Orton fought to a no contest. And, you know, people were going insane, saying bad booking, blah, blah, blah. But it turns out that Mr. Um, Daniel Bryan has suffered a legit stinger. Uh, this is where like you you lose feeling in a limb or whatever. Right. So they 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 called the match off and uh, on dot com they had a um, interview between or kind of a segment between um, Daniel Bryan and Triple H, where Daniel Bryan was absolutely PO'd that his match got cancelled. Apparently that was legit. That that was a shoot. Really? Because um, apparently Daniel Bryan was absolutely PO'd that his match was cancelled. Like. He was like, I've wrestled all over the world, and I've never ever stopped the match due to injury. And yeah, and apparently him and Triple H had a big bust up backstage. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. I find uh, that, I find that very interesting now because of how uh, how how Daniel Bryan was brought was kind of like eliminated from NXT when he was first on there. So I mean, I could see that. I could see how he'd be pissed. DB was a bit PO'd. Um, I, I, I get it. I, you know, as I said, there's interest between being hurt and being injured. And, uh, Brian, and Brian was hurt, but not injured. Uh, well, I hope he does okay. I hope he comes back stronger than ever, and I hope he shaves. Well, he's, he's fine. He's, he's fine. It was just a stinger. So, you know, he'll be back next week. Or this week, probably. Oh, good. Um, what else do we have? Um, Mr. CM Punk. Mr. Cold Personality. Yeah, um, we we saw return at Payback in a great match with Chris Jericho. Great apparently match, he, but we'll get into that later. Apparently, he only uh he only has one year left in his contract. Really? Mm-hmm. Is it? Do you think he'd resign with them? Probably. It depends how much they upset him between now and then. <laughs> um. But you know, there's no way in hell he would ever. Ever, 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 ever goes to TNA Wrestling. No, that's true. That's that's very true. He 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 described TNA Wrestling as his college years, and he hated them. 
So if if if, if he does leave, don't ever expect him to go TNA. You know, probably open up you know a gym somewhere or something like that to call him. I could see um, him opening up a wrestling school in Chicago, and it would be him oh. and Colt running it. Definitely could see that. Eh. Yeah. I'm not really a fan of Colt, of Colt Cabana. I, I find him pretty what? boring. What? Yeah. Yeah. How dare you? How dare you insult Colt Cabana? Dude, he, he, he's boring. How is he boring? Chris, how is he entertaining? His whole gimmick is is What if I end up getting? What if I end? What if I end up getting him on here for an interview? What if I okay. somehow possibly was able to get him on here for an interview? I'll be like, would, ha- would have you fun, be professional? I'll be, i like, have fun, Brian. I'm gonna go watch if I do a match. See, and this guy, and and, and Cole Cabana is a big supporter of NorCal Wrestling. Um, on his on on Art of Wrestling, uh, he had uh, Roland Alexander, who's a big promoter from out here, talking about NorCal and all that, and and how uh, how Beyond the Mat got all pro wrestling over, and Roland Alexander made a bunch of money off that uh, from the students, but not he didn't get anything from uh, Barry Blostein or nothing. So it was it was really interesting. So I, I encourage everyone to check that out. Yeah, but I mean, I've been to a few, a uh, few like shows, a few podcasts, as he calls them. Um, but I don't know, man. Like some of his interviews are boring as hell. I mean, his his interview with Mickey James, the one he did prior to my interview with her, or just after, that was proper boring. Like wow, he just you know not entertaining. Just, just my opinion. Just my opinion. Be, remember, guys, on Twitter it's at h 2 h Crelly. So direct your, direct your comp, direct your hate mail to him. So Why? anyway, it's my, it's my opinion. Anyway, Cockman is not insane. <laughs> you know, just my you know. Don't 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 hate on me. Don't, don't but anyway, me, moral of the story is don't expect CM Punk to go to TNA. Um, <laughs> I I honestly hope that uh, he get that. CM Punk does good for, with whatever he does, and I I I fully support him, and I I, I hope I, I hope he does good. Um, but don't expect him to go to TNA. Expect He's good. expect Punk to start up a Second City Saint uh, wrestling school in Chicago. He's gonna go back home to Lita. That's what he's gonna do. That's what he does anyway, son. All day, every day. <laughs> Can you really trade edge if you're with Lita? That's a real question. I wouldn't. I wouldn't complain. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think you should be treated if you remember. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, now apparently we're gonna get Brock Lesnar, CM Punk, SummerSlam. Do Ooh. you care? Uh, yeah, kind of a little bit. I mean, both guys are bit. both guys are insanely talented. Only one of them's a Swedish gorilla, and the other one is well, <laughs> the best in the world. <laughs> Just don't give him a microphone. That's, that's, that's what I asked. Just don't give Lesnar a microphone. Yes, exactly. You saw you saw what he did on a, on on a Raw. He was talking and was like, nope, and just bashed him in the, in, in the skull of it. You, you did you watch uh, when he was going to Triple H's uh, office and he held that one guy down to his desk and said, "Shut up." I laughed wholeheartedly at that because it sounded like Heyman was saying it. Oh, it was great. Um, 
But yeah, uh, I don't, I, I don't think that it's gonna be bad. I really don't. It's gonna be mismatch. It's gonna be a little weird to watch, but it's gonna be interesting to see how Sam Punk is gonna get both either the Anaconda Vice and GTS on Lesnar, which, by the way, he won't. So I don't know. I mean, you never know. I mean, but of course. Don't know, they have to put over. Uh, I think Lesnar will go over in, in the match because we're putting him in turning heel on Punk. Uh, That's my prediction. Yeah, but what's funny is that I I, I kind I think this is more of like the fans just getting behind Punk anyway, which I honestly think that Punk, Sam Punk is the Stone Cold Steve Austin of this era, and that's what makes him good. It's the defiance, the the standing up for himself, the, the the fact that he's breaking away from Heyman said, I know you're friends, I'm always going to be a Paul Heyman guy, but bro, it's nothing against you, it's nothing against Lesnar, you have two great clients right there, Curtis Axel and Brock Lesnar. Curtis Axel's the new Intercontinental Champion, take him. So, I need to be on my own now. I'm sorry. And that's and then, how and then they give a hug. Then and then they hug. hugged. And that is what makes Punk great. He's honest. He's open. He's huge like that. And I that was weird. Uh but just the fact that he's that he did it like that without hurting Paul Heyman until well Brock Lesnar came out and at five him in the middle of the ring. We'll get into that later. It just, I mean, it made sense for him, and that's, and he's open like that. He's not just being a, not just being a dick like that. So, not just turn, not just doing what everyone else has done, and just attack them from behind, after some big moment in WrestleMania or something. So, yeah. Uh, and the last one I have, apparently there were talks about having, um, Taker and Kane taking on the Shield also at SummerSlam. Good. Good. SummerSlam needs to have The Undertaker. And I'm surprised they didn't get Undertaker after WrestleMania. No, but Taker has to go to sleep for a few years. <laughs> Taker has to go back into hibernation for 364 days. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. It, <laughs> I feel bad because I love The Undertaker. I love him a lot, but I got a joke about that. <laughs> He's become Undertaker is the Snorlax of the WWE, and that's kind of sad. Undertaker has it. Oh, you are right. It's like I have awoken. Undertaker had awoken. <laughs> so there you go. Take a you take take a you double slap. Take a wind. Take a go much sleep. Would you, <laughs> would you look forward to a, a Kane and Taker versus the Shield storyline? Yeah, but I think the Shield will probably have to go over. Why? Because Taker's will never this, there. Will this then lead to Dean Ambrose, Undertaker at WrestleMania and Dean Ambrose taking it? Mm. I don't know. Because I, I, I would not mind that idea. Considering, uh, considering how Dean Ambrose got into it, 
Dean Ambrose started, uh, got into WWE basically by walking up to Mick Foley and talking some Mac to his face and spitting in his face like three or four times. And he and he did it to another person as to another big name as well. I just forget who, but I think Dean Ambrose with the way he just comes up and said, and now with the shield, like we're I'm you know what, I'm the I'm defender of justice now, son. I'm the guy that that's gonna come up change the world for the better, and now the better is is with your elimination. You're done. And I can see I can see it happening that way. Fair enough. I mean, that sounds good, but... I like it, but, I mean, I know it's not going to happen because that just makes too much sense. Yeah, wrestling and sense don't really go to it together that well. Never. Never. That's what I have, to be honest. I don't know if you have any news. No, not that I could think of, but that was your news of the week brought to you by headlockstheheadlines.com. Check them out for all your latest news and columns from some interesting characters on there. Check them out. Headlocks, headlocks the number two, headlines.com. Uh, anyway, we're going to go ahead and take a break right now. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, WWE Payback as well as uh, this past Raw from Monday night as well as Impact from last Thursday. Wow, that was a while ago. But we'll get into that and more right after this. Dixie Carter, president of TNA Wrestling, and you're listening to Running the Ropes on SNS Network. What's up, guys and gals? This is Sensational Sequel, Sensational Sean, right here with you. You can catch myself and Ashley, yes, that is his name, on the open book every Friday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. You'll catch us doing video games, the open book, fantasy, EFET, and movie and entertainment news. So check us out every Friday at 11 p.m. Eastern Time at snsradionetwork.com. Come check us out. And every midweek with Chuck W. And each weekend with William Walkie Walker and Mindwipe. Exclusively on the SNS Radio Network and the Chris Jones Gaming Network. Yeah. This is going to be fun.
Hey guys, it's Mr. Money on the Mic, JJ, all caps sexy of the SNS Radio Network. If you're looking for the latest news in professional wrestling and of course some of the best columns on the World Wide Web today, visit headlocks2headlines.com. That's headlocks, the number two, headlines.com. It's the official news site of the SNS Radio Network. You should make it your official news site as well. Once again, www.headlocks2headlines.com. Charismatic Enigma, Jeff Hardy, and you are listening to Running the Ropes. All right, welcome back. Running the Ropes right here on the SNS Radio Network and the Unchained Wrestling Network. Brian Maverick, Bertrand with Chris Kelly back here with you at this time. And we have some Monday Night Raw to go through. So let's do it from, uh, actually, no, we have, actually, instead of that, first, foremost, we have WWE Payback to go through from Chicago, Illinois. Um, yay. Yay. Um, good pay-per-view. It wasn't, I didn't think it was too bad. Yeah, for good. I mean, I listened to it from work, um, and I went back and watched it when I got home, but I mean... It was so kind. This job is like a fun show. Well, first match on the card was a pre-show between Sheamus and Damian Sandow, which Sheamus did win. Uh, so that was out of the way. Um, uh, the first match on the card was for the Intercontinental Title. Uh, Curtis Axel defeated The Miz and Wade Barrett. In one of the most clever endings I have ever seen as of late, uh, with The Miz getting the figure four on Wade Barrett, but Curtis Axel coming in and getting the pin on Wade Barrett at the same time. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that was really good. Yeah, I mean, it was smart. I haven't seen that for a long time, so, you know, very unique, very, very good. I, I mean, I'm sure they've done that ending before in uh, other matches or other companies, but never so much, you know, like that. Not so much now with Ric Flair retired. So. Yeah. Okay. Good. 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 Unique finish. Um, after that was for the Divas title, AJ Lee defeating Caitlyn in a very humiliating ending. Um, of course, this match stemmed from AJ Lee coming out as the quote-unquote secret admirer uh, to trying to get in the mind of Caitlyn. Which, did anyone really not expect this? Really? Yeah. I mean, AJ wins. Um, and it's Caitlyn that they're crying alone because she got outsmarted and She's then joined by the Divas, and then, yeah, that's how the show, that's how that ends. <laughs> I felt bad once once Layla came out, but that's cool. 
Um, after that, WWE first announces the return of Rob Van Dam. Um, Yay! One of a kind! <laughs> after that, Alberto Del Rio defeats... Alberto Del Rio! Alberto Del Rio comes out with Ricardo Rodriguez announcing him in English. Now there's a turn for... There's an interesting change. Heel turn. Face turn. I guess. Um, uh, but that didn't help him at all. As Dolph, or actually, that did help him rather, as uh, Alberto Del Rio defeats Dolph Ziggler to win the world championship once again, making him a three-time champion. So, awesome. Yeah, you know, I think it's a shame because I think that Ziggler had the potential, you know, to keep being champion for a while. But it looks like they, they, you know, they want to go with this, you know, babyface role for Ziggler, which I think is great. I mean, Ziggler is over the fans like anyway, like crazy. So I, I think this is, this is a good idea. Yeah, and I, th- I think that um, it gives him time now that he is defeated uh, and doesn't have a title. He could take some time to rest up too, and just get healed up more from the concussion he had. Um, because I think that way we'd be able to have something a bit more on the helpful side as opposed to risking another, risking more injury and potentially more brain damage. Well, from what I see, Ziggler is pretty clear. And it looks like, they, uh, in my opinion, I think they'll be able better as a heel. Ziggler's a face. Right. So, you know, I think, I think this works. Right. So it's, it's not a big thing, but... Um, We'll see what happens. Um, after that, we had a great match between... Uh, so, sorry, some equipment changes here. Uh, we had a great match between uh, CM Punk and Chris Jericho, to which CM Punk won this one in a great match. A great and long match that this dragged out. Um, that, that really... Gave the gave both of them an, a leg up on the competition right now. I mean, great match, of course. Punk, which could be their face no matter what happened. Um, yeah. So I, uh, you know, great, great match. Um, and Punk proves why he's the best in the world. After that, the Shield members, uh, Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins, defeated Orton, Randy Orton, and Daniel Bryan to retain the WWE Tag Team Championships. I was a little bit irritated with it because it was typical Randy Orton, and I'm surprised I was still awake. Um, hey, that's my gimmick. And no, no, honestly, this match was boring when he, whenever he was in the ring, and it basically ended with him pushing Daniel Bryan into a spear by Seth Rollins, and that was kind of messed up. Um, but that's not the problem here. The problem here was the main event. John Cena def- uh, defeating Ryback to retain the WWE title in three stages of hell. This was way too fast. This was like man, like Lois Lane learning about Superman way too fast. I I think it, I think it was a good match. Just the By the fact way, that spoilers. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I you know it, it, I mean. That was the fastest two out of three falls I have ever seen in my life. I I think my problem was how Cena once again went on a tech caddy. Um, he, he didn't put my back in the doors. 
He put him, him through the roof. Yeah, and I guess that counts. Well, the, the idea was you, you had to beat your opponent senseless and then drag him in uh, to, to up to the ambulance and then put him in the ambulance doors, right? He didn't do that. He went for the roof. They never said anything about how they were how they would put him in. Yeah, it, they it, just said it, it, he it, had it, to be in. They're like, I'm going to drag you up the up the ramp, open those doors, throw you in there, lock the doors, and send you on your way. Right, but the way Justin Roberts explained it before the match, he said that he has to throw his opponent into the ambulance. Not through yeah. the doors, not into the back of the ambulance, but in the ambulance. So, so technically, you, you, you could throw him in the driver's door. If it has access to the back of the ambulance, yes. In the back of the ambulance, that that means the whole back part, not the not the driving part, but the the intensive care part. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, but he did it. It was good. It was a great finish. I mean, we haven't really seen too many, uh, too many matches where the ending was slamming a guy through the top of an ambulance into the back of the ambulance. So it it's pleasant, because, but it's because. You know, people in real life, they lack kryptonite. Yeah. That's why. Uh, I don't, so don't want to get into it right now. I'm, I'll save it for Elite Force Podcast for their next episode because I need I need to say it. I need to put it on there. So, yeah. Um, but anyway, that was uh, payback for this, for this month. Um, letter grade, Chris? Uh, I, I give it a B. Good show. Yeah, I agree. A B, a B was good. It was a good show. Uh, main event was a little too quick, in my opinion, but um, I loved I loved Punk Jericho. I loved the Intercontinental Title. I'm a little I'm a little kind of nostalgic that Curtis Axel won because of his dad. But even that, I think was too fast. I, I think it was too way too early. He's only he's only been Curtis Axel for what two three weeks now. So, but it was, I thought it was okay. So, good for him. Um, anyway, we're going to go ahead and quickly move on here to WWE Raw on Monday. Um, let me pull it up here in my results. And, um, this match started off, I guess, okay, um, with Alberto Del Rio basically verbally turning heel on everyone in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, what did you think about the, the sudden heel turn saying that, oh, Alberto Del Rio used to, I used to, you know, support the Mexican community and yet you people still cheer for a coward. Yeah. By the way, that was my best Mexican impression, so don't ask me for any more. Yeah, that failed. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, because before his face turned, he was, you know, the egocentric guy that was doing it all for himself. I don't know. I just don't like face Del Rio. I think he'll do it much better. I think it's much better, too, but I just think it was like, huh? You know, like... Alberto Del Rito. Like, I'm sorry, but last time I listened to the fans on w- on anything WWE-related, they were putting Del Rio over, like, crazy for, as a face. I mean, he was doing something good. 
But hmm. wow, I it I guess they wanna they wanna put him back heel, so more power to him, I guess. Alberto Derbito. So uh, after that, CM uh, after a little rant, CM Punk comes out and saying you wanna uh, he comes out with Paul Heyman, um, saying that uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to read it here. He basically said it was upset that um, Derbito comes out the best in the world. Basically, yeah, basically saying that he he's a little upset that Del Rio dare calls himself the best when he knows damn well who the best in the world really is and you want to go ahead and try you, you want to go ahead and call yourself the best go ahead but I'll be right there to bring you down so uh but Paul Heyman tried to say that oh he doesn't fight for free he doesn't fight like that but then Punk gets in his, gets in Heyman's face saying what are you kidding me um so that was actually that was actually kind of what led to that. Uh, what led to the little dissension amongst the ranks. Uh, but Dolph Ziggler does deserve. But Punk do, did acknowledge CM Punk having the title or uh, Ziggler having the title shot um, that he deserves, and that why and he did say that while Ziggler, while Alberto Del Rio did win the title from Ziggler, that he that. Punk and Jericho was still in the show at Payback, which is very true. Um, after that, Vicky Guerrero comes out and makes the main event for Alberto Del Rio and CM Punk later in the broadcast. Uh, after that, uh, see, after the commercial break, CM Punk is talking with Paul Heyman in the back. Uh, Heyman was apologizing for jumping the gun out, out in the ring. Um, just mainly because of how much he cares for Punk um, and Punk just he didn't think he was clear that last night saying uh, Heyman almost cost him the cost him the mask last Friday by getting involved in the match between him and Jericho uh, that Punk explains to Heyman that he's not Kurt Lesnar or Curtis Axel He's not Heyman's client, so from here on out, Punk and Heyman are no more, unfortunately. But he always, but he said he will always be a Paul Heyman guy. Um, I thought it was heartfelt. I thought it was good yeah. and, and heartfelt. Yeah, I mean, Punk as you know is a master of the mic, so Punk will always do anything on the mic. I, yeah, and that, that's what's great, and the fact that he, the fact that he's a great talker and a great wrestler just says something, and you don't get that much. You'd you'd have the last guy to be good in the ring like that and really good on the mic was Sting and Flair. Well, actually, Woo! Flair because of his arrogance and, and the style he portrayed, but you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, after that, Wade Barrett's. In, Wade Barrett's in the ring. I thought it was uh no, it was Wade Barrett. Wade Barrett's in the ring and uh uh Vicky Guerrero comes out and announces her surprise to face Wade Barrett, that in the form of Christian. Uh last scene last scene on Impact Wrestling. <laughs> that's right, last scene on Impact Wrestling. Wait, anniversary a year ago. Mm-hmm. Has it been that long since he's been in the ring? 
Mm-hmm. Damn. Last time we wrestled was the night after Raw 1000. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, I did not realize that. Uh, so, yeah, first first time since his TNA appearance. TNA, um, TNA. <laughs> uh, to which Christian uh, was, was put over uh, Wade Barrett pretty quickly. Uh, what did you think of that first match? Yeah, I mean, Christian is, is, is a workhorse, as usual. Um, it so looked yeah, like a very match. workhorse match after having so much ring rust between that between the last time he was in the ring and then now. So it looked like he was getting back into it. Hello? Hello, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm listening. I know it's 3 in the morning there, Chris, but come on, man. We've got a show to do here, man. I was listening, man. <laughs> anyway. I, I, I was so, you know... You know, I was so in, you know, tune with you talking then. I was like, yeah, just keep talking, man. Just keep, you know. You're just, just enjoying the sound of my voice right now. I see how it's, it is. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. And You're just all, reveling not, in my brilliance. Gotcha. Yeah. And, and not the bed. <laughs> not not my bed over there. Give, give me the eyes. Right, right now, the, my bed's giving me the eyes. The come, you know? hither, the come hither stare. Is that what it is? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. Uh, Team Rhodes Scholars defeat Sheamus oh in, in a great ending, I think, and in, in a great uh, kind of thing to get in the way of Sheamus that Damien Sandow did. Um, I think that played well into Sandow's character and uh, worked out for him. After that, uh, we have some interactions between Vicky and Brad, between Team Bricky and Triple H. Yeah, exactly. Um, to which Triple H said uh, was basically saying that that Vicky needs to make an example of the Shield. And by the way, great idea on 3MB. Uh, it was a nice touch, real real bar- barn burner, whatever he said. Uh, so after that, Daniel Bryan is warming up in the locker room, and Kane walks up, saying he wanted to talk to Daniel Bryan. Uh, saying that I told you so uh, that it, Daniel Bryan telling Kane if he came there to say I told you so he didn't want to hear it Kane just wondered when he wonders when he said that uh, to which they just went back and forth to console the fact that Daniel Bryan thought he was still the weak link but at the same time Kane says we should stay, go back together and blah 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 and that was a boring segment, to be quite honest. Um, so there you go. Uh, Chris, did you want to say something? No, I'm just looking on Facebook and I, and I see that Mickey James has released a new a new a new song. Maybe <laughs> maybe we should get into it. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, no DQ match between. <laughs> Uh, Randy Orton and Daniel Bryan. Um, this match was actually really good for 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 both of them, even though um, it was it, the match ended due to referee stoppage, which you never really see that much in WWE. Uh, the match going to Randy Orton. Um, so because of course, as I said earlier, Daniel Bryan had a stinger, so that's why he had to stop. Yeah. So after that, um, AJ come AJ Lee comes out, um, 
just to celebrate her win over Caitlyn. Um, and instead of get, having Caitlyn come out, Stephanie McMahon comes out and basically warns her. I forget what the warning was about, though. But, oh yeah, that she shouldn't be talking smack because she could just take it away just as easily as she wanted. And after that, a uh, Caitlyn does come out. And before she could say anything, Stephanie McMahon gets on the mic saying, you better not interrupt me ever again, or you're going to be in the same boat. So, so great. We've got a three-way power split between Mint, Stephanie, and Triple H. Do you care? No. <laughs> um, this isn't WrestleMania, what was it? WrestleMania 6, 17? With Vince, mm-hmm. Vince versus Stephanie? And Linda McMahon in a wheelchair. Yeah, with Linda McMahon in a wheelchair. Um, so, yeah. Uh, after that was a very quick match between Dean Ambrose and Kane for a U.S. title rematch. Uh, Kane won by disqualification, but Dean Ambrose retains the title. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was bland. I thought the ending was very boring to me. Uh, but after that, we got to see Zeb Coulter make his way to the ring. And, ladies and gentlemen, we have, a, we have another epidemic of Mexicans invading the, invading the United States. And, see, with all, the, with all these illegal immigrants here, it's great to recognize a legal immigrant, that, be, that legal immigrant being Antonio Cesaro, to, who defeated William Regal in a very decisive match. As Cole, as Cole said on, on the announce team, it made no sense for, you know, um, it made no sense for Colton now to, you know, be loving a foreigner when he, he spent the last month or so saying how, how much he hated them. He said Mexicans. It made, no, he said all foreigners they hated. Uh, well, yeah, but he he was saying the illegal foreigners. He never yeah, said anything still, about legal foreigners. Yeah, but he was enough going, oh, they're all bad, they're all bad, they're all bad. Yeah, so, uh, Antonio Cesaro defeats William Regal in a, in a very quick jobber match. Poor William Regal. Chris, don't you feel bad for, like, one of your hometown heroes? You have a wrestling god in, in, in the shape of William Regal jobbing to Cesaro. Those guys could, you know, given 10, 50 minutes, they could tear the house down. They it's could have easily yeah. done an Iron Man match. And Regal would have loved it. Regal would have they, jumped on that opportunity. They should have done what they did a few weeks back with Triple H, where like uh, Triple H would ring the bell and start the match again. And this match is now an Iron Man match. And then have Vincent Man comes to steal the bell again. <laughs> exactly. That's what Michael. we could have had. Going home. Um, after that, um, John Cena comes out after the commercial break. John Cena comes out to celebrate his win. Uh, his win over Ryback and to say, you know, even with you people who didn't like me, who wore the CM Punk shirts, and that guy right there in the front row telling me I suck. You people, don't, don't get racial I love now. you people. Don't get racial. Don't get racist Don't get racial. Don't get... Yeah, you people. Um, I'm happy that... I'm happy that I still got to perform in front of you guys. You guys are my favorites. You have an open opinion. Blah, 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 blah. And after that, uh, he said his, he, he's focused on money in the bank. 
And after he got through that, he said, uh, after he got through that, Mark Henry comes out to the ring. Isn't it ironic that he said the word you people and then out came Mark Henry? <laughs> let's, let's not be racist here for a minute. Um, I'm just taking facts. Yeah, I thought it was funny. Um, but you people. Mark Henry went in front of John Cena and the world to announce his retirement. And he, he and even wore... He... Okay, so yeah. you might you might need to help me out on this, Chris, because the I'm not I am not a hundred percent sure on Basically, where the suit was from, he... but is that the suit he wore when he first went on that date with Mae Young? You stumped me there, man. You it, stumped it, me. It's either that one or it's the or it's the suit he had when he asked China out. Way back, man, that was oh man, can't Way believe I remember then. that. Um, I remember because he would come out with the nation, and he'll decide, go out with me, China, or something, man. Um, after after that that heartfelt speech of retirement, and you're gonna see me a lot more, baby, my wife, and all that. He put John Cena in the Hall of Pain. With the world's biggest slam. Everyone bought it. Hook, line, sinker, the ship, the whole cruise liner, the whole company, the industry, the mansions, the money, all the water. Everyone bought it. I Everyone mean, and it, their mother bought it, it. It's funny that they do that because WWE.com was advertising it. And everyone in the world knows that anything WWE.com puts on their website, especially now that they stopped covering the industry news, it's crap. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's complete BS. And I, I love when I, I love when people said where people were chanting Mae Young. Like, don't say Mae Young, don't say Mae Young. That was funny. Um so who knows what'll happen. It, it, it might be he's retired, he might not have a match no. at Money's Bank. What do you no, mean, no, he said he said that he got plenty in the tank. He it was just his way to set up a, a world title match with John Cena. Okay, well, fine. Just because I wanted that fat girl from junior high school out of WWE, man. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Heath Slater is defeated by Chris Jericho. Quick, quick jobber match. Um. Sin Cara loses to Curtis Axel in under the goofy lighting. Can't believe it's still there. I hate that mood lighting with passion. So you're with me now on this? I thought you loved it. I thought you were excited for it. The goofy yellow lighting in the ring. Mav, if you're getting excited in mood lighting, that's not PG, son. <laughs> no, sir, that's not. Um... It's fine. Mav, Mav just was, you know, sing cars, you know, uh, mood lighting, followed by Val reads his theme song, and he right. sorted. Right. Um, exactly. <laughs> I, I knew that. I knew. I knew it was true. After that, after that was the main event. CM Punk defeats Alberto Del Rio via countout. Um. After the GTS and Del Rio 
rolled out of the ring. Um, I thought it was funny that they had Del Rio walk off, walk away from the match in the main event. Um, I don't know. I don't understand that, but Del Porto, Del Rio. So, uh, honestly, for for a Fallout show, D. D plus. At least I'm giving it a plus. Uh, no, but you high? But uh, that's not the point. Um, after no, that, really. though, I do have to say after after the match, um, uh, instead of CM Punk's music playing after the match, Brock Lesnar's music hits. Lesnar does come out on the stage and go circles the ring, where Punk just stares at him. After that, Lesnar goes in and attacks CM Punk and gives him the F5. Uh, I can't believe you're giving this show a D. Would a C minus satisfy you? No. Is it an F? No, it's higher than that. What are you giving? This it? show. This show was one of the best shows in history. You're such a tool. <laughs> you are a tool, Chris. Come on, give give us your real score. I, I, I give it an A. You're such a tool. Um, you know what? Now that I think about it, with Stephanie McMahon coming out, with Vince McMahon getting in the middle of things, with Triple H laying the ultimatum to Vicky Guerrero, I am willing, willing, and this is a reach, had they had neither McMahon's Neither Vince, Stephanie, nor Triple H have come out to, you know, make some changes in WWE after that pay-per-view. It would have been a D. Because that's all it was, uh, because that's really what it was. However, with these changes now, I'm willing to give this a B-. minus. Willing to give this a B-. minus Because I don't understand the reasoning behind the, the heel turns... And all that. You know what I mean? No. No, I don't. I don't think you hate for this show. I really don't. And me being you know, the diehard WTNA fan. I, I, I couldn't get behind it. I couldn't get behind it. I, however. However. The B-minus is also... Con- B- the, the, the B minus is contributing. It's it's a boost from what I gave it because of Mark Henry's retirement twist. It also gives them that bigger boost. That well, was- uh, I, okay, tell me why you don't like it, and I, and I will counter counteract your argument. Okay, Alberto De Rio's sudden heel turn. Right, it's because they turn punk face, um, and because they Dude, what was his first gimmick when he, when he first joined WWE? The fact that he was betting you that he would be a world champion, right? He lost the belt to Punk, okay? And since then, he, and the closest he got to the world title was, was when he was a face. He used the fans to get to the world title and go, and go back. And the fans would cheer, and the fans were cheering Ziggler when he was world champion and injured. So in his right. eyes, he, he in his eyes he, he he did the same. He attacked and injured Dolph Ziggler and won the belt. Right, I guess because of the 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 
mule kick to the face kind of doesn't help his help his cause. Um, what about Zeb Coulter's sudden affiliation with Antonio Cesaro? Well, okay, Ziggler's injured. Ziggler's injured right now, and they've and I I said that the, that the whole uh, Coulter, you know, having a a foreigner on his face made no sense. But if you're going to have a foreigner, why not someone that speaks good English as well as five other languages? I kind of like. I I I'll admit I kind of did like the. Uh, Antonio Cesaro holding up the "Don't Tread on Me" flag, uh, the the revolutionary flag, and and placing it on uh, his face. It's so, a revolution, I suppose. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh. What else? What else? Uh. The referee stoppage. Like I said, that was legit. I know it was legit. Right. So but... how? Uh... I don't get. Okay, how I can't. You're right. I can't fault them for that. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Uh, okay, I know they need their jobber matches, so I'm not gonna mention. I'm, I'm not gonna talk about Jericho and Heath Slater and Axel and Sankara because those were gimmies. So, but hey, you want My opinion, B minus. That was a boost well, from what I gave him with the, with the uh... exactly because I beat you so with logic. No, hey, your opinion, my opinion, whatever, it's cool. No, my opinion is always right. I was gonna give it a <laughs> D minus, but you're right. But I I don't know. I, I just didn't. Right. I just didn't understand it myself. Oh, I'm never so. wrong. Anyway, we're gonna go ahead and take that was Monday Night Raw from Grand Rapids, Michigan on Monday. Uh. We're going to cover it again next week. Uh, but right now, we're going to go ahead and take another commercial break. When we get back, we're going to talk TNA Impact. So we're, yeah. so we're going to cross the line right after this. Dixie Carter, president of TNA Wrestling, and you're listening to Running the Ropes on SNS Network. WrestlingOnline.com, the official news source of Wrestling News Live. You're looking for the latest news in the world of MMA and professional wrestling. Log on to www.wrestling-online.com and sign up for the largest and longest running newsletter on the internet today with over 26,000 subscribers and over 3,000 issues. And the best part, just like WNL, it's free! Once again, that's www.wrestlingonline.com. Hey, wrestling fans. Do you want to break from the day-to-day ins and outs of the WWE, TNA, and Ring of Honor? Do you like talk radio that pulls no punches? And... 
Do you like your sci-fi and fantasy? Well, tune in to the Elite Force Podcast each and every midweek with Chuck W. And each weekend with William Walkie Walker and Mindwipe. Exclusively on the SNS Radio Network and the Chris Jones Gaming Network. Yeah. This is going to be fun. Hey guys, it's Mr. Money on the Mic, JJ, all caps sexy of the SNS Radio Network. If you're looking for the latest news in professional wrestling and of course some of the best columns on the World Wide Web today, visit headlocks2headlines.com. That's headlocks, the number two, headlines.com. It's the official news site of the SNS Radio Network. You should make it your official news site as well. Once again, www.headlocks2headlines.com. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody! It's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James, and you're listening to Running the Ropes on the Unchained Wrestling Network, and if you ain't down with that, I got two words for you, suck it! Alright, welcome back once again to Running the Ropes, the award-winning podcast here on the SNS Radio Network and the Unchained Radio, Unchained Wrestling Network. Brian Maverick Bertrand with Chris Kelly from headlocksheadlines.com back with you now. And we're crossing the line to TNA. 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 TNA came to us, well, semi-live from Duluth, Georgia. That was live. It's pre-taped. Was it pre-taped? Yeah. I can, that it week. doesn't tell me like these things. If it's... Because the week before was 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 on a two-hour tape today. This one was a full... On on a delay. Yeah, so it's semi live. No, no. The one before this show was on a two hour tape delay. This one was 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 on a week tape delay. Whatever. <laughs> I don't understand now. Um, okay. Maybe confused. Maybe got a sore head. I I need to just go to bed right now. Like like Chris should be right now, but. He's fighting through the pain of sleep. I've got a not flight sleeping. twelve hours. You do have a flight in twelve hours, so we should hurry this up. Um, so quick results. Now we're just gonna go ahead and give you the quick results for these. I thought the show was great. I th- um, one thing I will note is that they're starting to show kind of a thing to make a comeback for Sting uh, to bring back the main event mafia. Now I'm wondering how I'm still wondering how that's gonna work when you have Booker T in WWE. Um, it's the new Minute Mafia. But how new are you gonna make it? Nigel McGuinness is retired from wrestling because he can't wrestle again. Well, wait, no, that that was Fortune. Never mind, that wasn't Main Event Mafia. You effed up. 
You um, effed up. <laughs> you effed up. Uh, I, I guess Samoa Joe. You could okay. You could yeah. easily have okay. Joe Magnus. Um, no, Joe Magnus. Um, I think they're gonna go a different route, and and they're gonna have Matt Morgan be in it as well. I can see Matt Morgan in it based on um, based on his what hatred. he's been saying and his hatred towards Hulk Hogan suddenly because oh see it happened again I could have done this blah, 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 blah. um so cool thing they're gonna have I I hope we I hope they do it again um so we'll see what happens but anyway let's go ahead and go into the quick results now we did get to see the return of Eric Young by the way which, All right, great great match. Great match, definitely. Uh, quick results was first. It? Sorry, because we're not, we're not all there live for it. Yeah. Um, Lovely Georgia. Bound for Glory series. Quali- Actually, all these matches were Bound for Glory series qualifying matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bad Influence defeats James Storm and Gunner, so that bring that brings uh, Daniels and Kazarian into the fold. Uh, after that, Joseph Park defeats Crimson, putting him in the Bound for Glory series match. Yeah, good luck on that one. Uh, Matt uh, Matt Morgan uh, won, or sorry, Magnus rather won in a uh, four-way between him between himself, Matt Morgan, Kenny King, and Rob Terry. The um, best chant for that match was the fans like, "We want Magnus," and I was like, "No, we don't. We <laughs> want Magnus. No, we don't." And it and it caught on. It actually caught on, which I loved. Did he? Did he say? Did he sit there and point at you? Hey, this is H two H creepy. No, he uh, actually ignored me in the pre-show meet and greet. Because of course I do like meet and greets, and I. We gotta have. And, uh, we, we gotta have him just interact with you and just have him talk. Just like no, have him cut a promo in front of your face. Mate, he won't talk to me. Um, <laughs> I I was on the meet and greet um, before the before the show. Uh huh. And he was the first guy on the on on the table, right? And he didn't look up at me. He didn't he didn't acknowledge me. He didn't look at me. He didn't try to autograph me. I just bypassed him and went straight to uh, to, to, to Park. <laughs> I can see him. Hey, you're that you're that Crelly guy, aren't you? No, no, he he he, he is who I am. guy does not know you. Does not like you. <laughs> no, I just go and go. Hey, are you Doug Williams? No. <laughs> wow. I don't know if that was a shot against Doug Williams or Magnus. I love Doug Williams. Was... <laughs> oh, wow. Mr. Williams, hey, if you want to come on and, and lay it into Chris. I, <laughs> I love Doug Williams. Don't get me wrong. Running, running the ropes at Yahoo.com. Hit me up. Um, or, or, be, or be like, hey, you've lost weight, base of mine. They were both on Gladiators. They are. They are. Exactly. Um, but d- what I find funny is that Joseph Park defeated Crimson. Like, I, Crimson was I, gone for a while. Dude, he, he's been gone for a year. Yeah. Um, it's funny because, like, before the match, like, like, do, you know, do you know that little table that um, Joseph Park swings, swings around? Uh-huh. I got, I got given one of those, and we went to wave him around when he came out. Nice. So, man, like, this trip to America, or the one for TNA, right? I went there with two wrestling T-shirts, like TNA ones. I came back with six. Nice. 
I got a Sting. I got a Jeff Hardy. I got a Slammiversary. I got... How did you an get impact- that? Um, I got the Slammiversary one for free. Mm-hmm. Part, of, part of package deal. I got the Jeff Hardy and Sting Sting one for five bucks for both of them. Nice. Um, was someone I, selling it or, or what? No, it was TNA selling them. TNA was selling it for five bucks. Oh, nice. Um, I got a direct insur a, a, a direct uh, insurance one that says TNA on it for a direct a direct auto insurance quote as part of the deal. Wow. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And then yeah, so and then I got a slam anniversary and yeah, that was, and I also got one of Jeffrey's armbands. Nice. Because um, when after the match, Jeff threw it down to me. Nice. So after that, after Joseph Park defeated after the four, Fatal Four Way match, uh, Austin Aries came out and defeated the returning Eric Young to qualify. Which I've noticed, I've noticed right. Um, uh-huh. Ever since the whole Hemi incident between Aries and Hemi. Aries can't be in the ring with Hemi. No. Um, the week prior, um, when, when when it was the uh, tag team match between Bad Influence and whatever, um, no, sorry, at the, yeah, at the pay-per-view, when it was the four-man tag team match, Hemi, Hemi was in the corner, and Christopher Daniels went to the corner and was like, no, Aries, stay away, Aries, stay away. And I hear, like, Gardner in, in the corner. <laughs> like, no, stay away, stay away. Um... That's funny. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and then this time, um, this this time he just stayed stayed outside the ring. Ding it, ding it, That's great. Um, after that, uh, qualifying battle royal between all the members of Aces and Eights, which made which is really this funny. This was awesome. Mr. Anderson that won that awesome. one. The crowd were trying to that. That is awesome. True story. What's funny is that. Uh, Doc is suddenly becoming the the odd man out, sticking up for himself and trying to earn a spot. It's because he forgot to take his medicine, so he was evolving into a Festus again. Ah, he had... okay. So his tongue was kind of bulging out a little bit. It was funny because when he wrestled on on an explosion, the fans were like, "Let's go, Festus! <laughs> Let's go, Festus!" <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's good. Um, and finally, after that, in the main event, AJ Styles uh, came back and defeated Kurt Angle to Good qualify match. for the Bound for Glory series match. So, for Bound for Glory series standings now, uh, let's go ahead and go back through all of them. Mr. Anderson, Austin Aries, Jay Bradley, Christopher Daniels, Jeff Hardy, Hernandez, Samoa Joe, Kazarian, Magnus, Joseph Park, Bobby Roode and AJ Styles. Um, I pick Shark Boy. Yeah, I want Shark Boy to win this one. Um, no, dude, I want Robbie E to make a comeback. He won five points from Jeff Hardy. I want him to win. Now, um, <laughs> uh, next uh, this coming Thursday on my birthday, June twentieth, uh, Bound for Glory series open fight night is gonna that's gonna be interesting. Um, so I guess everyone's going to call out everyone and qual- try and qualify for points that way. Yep. So there you go. That's, our, that's a, all the spots, right? Two, four, six, eight. Yeah, it's 12 spots. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Um, I, th- I thought the show was great. I thought it was 
I thought it was a lot more entertaining. Um, the announcement of Sting bringing back the main event Mafia, the return of Eric Young, um, A Double defeating Eric Young, uh, just so much other thing. Uh, the sudden, the sudden dissension w- between Doc and Aces and Eights. Um, the funny, the, the funny storyline I'm laughing at with uh. But with Bully Ray, Bubba Ray saying that he's still in love, that he might still be in love with uh, Brooke Hogan, even though like that kind of didn't turn out too well. They're um, in love, Mark. They're in love. They're oh be in love. <laughs> such in love. Can they just be in love? Um, this is like you know, like Romeo and Juliet. Two people in love on on enemy teams. They can't be lovers, so one of them will have to go top themselves, and then they'll be lovers and then forever and ever. They'll both commit suicide. Okay. Um, no, suicide lives in the raft. Remember, he's coming. Right, he's coming. Right. He's coming alive. Right. Um. But I. Uh. Let's see. What bound for? Uh. What's coming up next for the pay per view? Bound for glory. Is it bound for glory? Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. Because they're not doing a pay per view this month. Every it's every four months. So next one is is October Bound for Glory. Jesus, that long? Mm-hmm. Jeez. Uh. All right. Well, awesome. Then that means we're gonna get bigger shows now with TNA. Good because we need them. They need them. Um. So yeah, it's gonna be Bound for Glory in October. We'll see how it goes. And I'm gonna be there. Um. I think that with, I think that with the time with since they're gonna be every four months now. They gotta, they gotta figure out a way to do their own version of Clash of Champions. You know what I well, mean? Well, they are doing, they are doing a Death Next at some point in the coming weeks, but it's, it's gonna be on Spike. That's a good idea. That's very good. Okay, so that makes sense. Um, but final grade, Chris? I give it. A, I give it a C. Yeah, I give it a C too. I mean, it's not. It, it, it's still, it, it it it's a look into the future, I think, for TNA, and I think that now that we got to see Matt Morgan make a re, make a return and to really check to really come back into it, I think it's going to be good uh, in the coming months. I'm looking forward to it, but I think as far as letter grades go, a C is appropriate here. So there you go. Um, I hope they do good. I hope they do go out. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, we'll see what happens, though. So, um, but yeah, that was TNA from Duluth, Georgia, which is really funny because TNA. What's funny about that is that TNA is going to these not well known, like these smaller towns and not very well known areas in those smaller towns. But they still mm-hmm. do go to like the big cities and all that. So that's but but smaller venues, which is really hilarious to me. Um, but I like it. So anyway, um, that's gonna do it um, for that. And um, just we're just gonna go ahead and end it here. It's an hour and a half show. Not too bad today. I'm I'm pretty happy with that. Before before we go, we do have to talk a bit about. Uh, we'll go run down the car for FWE. Oh, that's right. Before. You're absolutely well, right. I'm going to be this Friday in New York City. Where are you going to be on my birthday, though, man? We we have to celebrate. It, we have to well, drink. I'll probably, 
I'll probably be in a hotel room or I'm meant to be meeting up with someone. So, you know, I'll, I'll be around. You're not going to be around enough to just go on Skype with me. We'll both get plastered drunk and then just do like an RTR special, uh, like, like, like Wasted <laughs> News Live, like, r- like running the sobriety line or something or however you want to call <laughs> it. Attempting to walk the, the sobriety line. Walking the... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, we, we gotta do something for my birthday, man. We yeah, we yeah, but I'm gonna be in like New York City, and like if 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 I try if I try to go to a liquor store, I'm, I'm gonna get stabbed. Um, yeah. Anyway, let's go ahead and run down this card for FWE. Chris, do you have the well, card already up? I have it now. Um, okay. The, the first match will be Brian Kendrick versus Petey Williams. That's gonna be good. Oh, Spanky versus Petey. Oh, why can't that be in, in? Why can't that be out here in Hayward, man? At APW, I could get I could get us some good Warzone seats, man. I'm telling you. <sighs> anyway, uh, I, for, you know, for that I pick the master of the Canadian Destroyer, Pete Williams. Uh, yeah, I have to pick that. The young box, the, the young books, the, the young bucks versus Tony Nessie and Jigsaw. Nice, not Nessie. Nessie, Nessie, Nessie. Jigsaw, Ness. isn't isn't he some? Isn't he like from ROH? He used to be in ROH. Chikara, I think. Chikara, okay, Chikara, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll have to go with the more experienced uh, Young Bucks. Young Bucks. Next young Bucks. up, Paul London versus um, Jimmy Wang Yang. See, now they could have made the. Uh, the Spanky Williams match be a tag team match with uh, Kendrick and London taking on Petey and Jimmy Yang. Um, yeah, but yeah, but then even now I get to see two great matches instead of one. That's true. That's very true. Um, will Jimmy Yang be in the Southern gimmick, or will he be Jimmy? Yang? I think he, I, I think he's Jimmy Wang Yang. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> what? What the heck ever, man. Um, okay, then I will have to go with Paul London. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think London will retain his, retain his belt. Um, now, the match that might send me to jail, Ivelisse Revelez <laughs> and Maria taking on Katrina Waters and and Angela uh, and Love. You're going to be thrown in jail because all you're going to do is have your hand out there and just you're just more than likely going to get it touched on someone's ass. <laughs> Good job. You, and then you'll end up going to jail, and then you got to deal with NYPD, and I watch Law & Order all the time, and yeah. Um, <laughs> that's not good. Um, that's going to be a sexy match, too. <laughs> whatever side, whatever side Maria's on, I could care less, because she's going to win, and it's going to be hot. Yeah, I I think that I win this match. I'm the, the winner is me. <laughs> the I winner, win the match. The winner are the the winners are the fans. So. No, 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 no. Fuck the fans. Me, me. I, I'm the winner. <laughs> Just me. It's great because um I'm I'm going to the show as media right, but I've said to Don Juan that he's doing all the media interviews. I'm I'm just there to like meet the wrestlers. I'm not. <laughs> I, I literally. I'm literally. Not, I'm. I'm. I'm basically making him my intern. He's right. doing. All the interviews. I'm just at a 
hey, and just meet and meet you know meet everyone. Right. But I don't want to work. I don't want to work. I just want to relax. Um, next up. Oh, wait a minute. Who, wait a minute. who was the winner? Who, who did you pick for the winner between Ivelisse and Mar- Ivelisse Maria taking on pick Katrina? The fans. And I picked the fans. The fans. The fans win. Um, Carlito Cologne versus Jomo. Uh, Jomo. Jomo, Jomo, Jomo. Mm, well, this is Jomo's debut in FWE. I think it's gonna be good. I'm going to go for Carlito. It's, it's going to be good. I know that. Um... And is that the main event of the evening? RVD versus Tommy D. Tommy Dreamer. Ooh. Is it going to be is it gonna be a street fight? Match. Extreme rules match? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, that, ma- that, that makes me happy. Um, wow. I can't, I can't decide. I, I honestly, I, I can't decide. Um, the fans. <laughs> Let's just go with the fans. No, no, no. The fans can't win two matches. You pick Dreamer RVD Extreme Rules. But, but the fans got to. Oh, they are women. They are hot women. So I guess okay. Um, I I have to go with Dreamer. No, damn it. See, I can't. Um, Mavs, Mavs right now. Any kids like you can't decide. <laughs> I'm in one of those markout moments. Like I. Just I can imagine the violence and the destruction going that will go on that night. Like both men are gonna get tore up, like destroyed. I don't even know. I don't even know if RVD will make it to Money in the Bank. However, that being said, I will have to go with the whole effing show. RVD 420 said you could smoke that. You could, yeah. That I just smoked that whatever it was um i i picked dreamer you know just you know dreamer's been wrestling week in week out already had a wrestled since leaving tna wrestling it's gonna be good either way it's gonna be good so and uh, i believe it's also gonna be on i pay-per-view i think it's wnl wnnl live wnnl.com whatever the wrestling stream size the wrestling you know uh did it WNL and WNNL live? I don't know that. I don't remember. I, I but it, it's like ten bucks, right? So I might I might just get yeah. it and watch it. So, uh, so yeah, we'll w, see how it's WNL ten bucks. Nice. Um, and that's HD cameras as well. For another indie promotion that I will promote. Hood Slam returns to Oakland, California. Uh, that's going to be in the... Uh, oh, where was it here? I just had it. It's going to be at the Oakland Metro on July 5th, uh, bringing back the 37th Chamber of Hood Slam, featuring Juiced Lee, the psycho shooter Drake Younger, the debut of the Hound of Hell Cerberus, Anthony Butabi, uh... Special appearance by Francine Dead, uh, the Mexican werewolf Chupacabra, as well as uh, Virgil and Flint, the awe-inspiring Virgil Flynn III, and the Stoner Brothers. And in the main event of the evening, 
video game action as Team Mortal Kombat takes on Team Super Street Fighter. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Team Mortal Kombat versus Team Super Street Fighter. So, check it out. Uh, Birdswillfall.com. Check them out. And as always, f*** the fans. Um, oh yeah, also don't bring your effing kids. Um, that's going to do it for us this week. If you want to correspond with us and and leave your comments on the show, uh, you can always hit us up on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash uh, running the rope start radio. Wow, I had a brain fart there for a minute. Um, you could also you effed to- up. <laughs> you effed up. You could also head on over to the SNS Facebook page uh, at at SNS at uh, Facebook.com. Uh, you could always you could also head on over to SNSRadioNetwork.com for all the shows on the SNS Radio Network, including the reemergence of Unplugged, as well as uh, Teenage Chat Live, which will be coming up on Thursday. Uh, can't wait to see what Tony's gonna say about this about the show this week. Um, as well as the open, as well as the open bug, Elite Force podcast, the whole indie show, and much, much more. Um, also, hey, if you're looking for a great wallpaper, high definition, very well done by great artists, check out Unchained-WWE.com. Dez has made hundreds upon hundreds of great wallpapers that you guys should check out right now. Once again, Unchained-WWE.com and for all your latest wrestling news uh, and columns, check out Headlocks, the number two, headlines.com. Chris runs it, so, I mean, it would be cool to have our our listeners check it, in, check it out. Um, if not a sad, a sad panda dies somewhere, a little, a little panda gets kicked in the face if you don't check it out. And we don't want that, so... No, think um, of the pandas. Think of the pandas. And... Uh, yeah, anyways, you can, again, if you guys want to interact with us, uh, email us, runningtheropes at yahoo.com, running, facebook.com forward slash runningtheropes.radio, our Twitter handles, at rtrmaverick, no K at the end, because I can't apparently spell. Um, apparently. <laughs> apparently, and at h2h Crelly. Uh, Creepy, apparently. There is an actual account. <laughs> that says at H2H Creepy, and yes, Chris, it is following me. <laughs> so I swear I looked at it last night and I busted up laughing. I know all who made I have it to say, I know. All, all, all I have to say is, right, and get your sense ready, fuck you, Joe Ross. <laughs> I love it. I don't care what Chris says, I think that's brilliant. Um, but he needs to tweet more on it. Um, and make oh. it special. <laughs> Ask at Joel Ross Radio to tweet more from that account. <laughs> so, anyways, that's going to do it for us. Uh, for Chris Kelly, I'm Brian Maverick Bertrand saying, see you later, everybody. Fandunghole. This has been a presentation of Running the Ropes, the official podcast of the Unchained Wrestling Network and brought to you by the SNS Radio Network. The views expressed in this program are that of the panel and not of the networks or their affiliates.